Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. News Radio, WGNS. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. We are back and it's time to have our conversation here with Lee Colvin, financial advisor with Edward Jones, joining us here in studio. How are you, sir? Fantastic. How are you doing, Brian? Fantastic, are you? I am. Tell you what, it's you know I, I was looking out your all's weather window and it's uh, sunshiny with uh, I think a little chance of rain. <laughs> the way it feels outside, I don't know, uh, but it's it's wonderful out there. Well, you know, it's always sunny and seventy in the studios. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody talks about how cold it is in the studio, but it's it's. Very comfortable, comfortable, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's always pretty comfortable. So I things like it. going well in your world? You know, things have been uh, very good in our world. It's uh, it's always up and down, but there are always opportunities. And, uh, you know, with, with the ups and downs we've had this year uh, with coronavirus and the recession, I, I wanted to bring uh, something from the investment world to to your listeners today, something that hopefully will help them through those ups and downs of the market. Um, well, there's always risk, different it, types of risk with investments, right? Always. And, you know, Brian, your, your stocks and your stock-based mutual funds, you know, they can lose value during periods of market volatility. But the price of your bonds or bond funds could also decline. And that's something folks don't think about as much. You know, if new bonds are issued at higher interest rates, these things can happen. Mm -hmm. But we want you to have, we want to make sure that you've thought about the longevity risk of your investment. We have to have a long view, don't we? We do. We do. You know, it's, it's not about the speed bump in front of you. It's, 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 it might be about the mountain climb ahead. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we look at that, I was thinking, you know, insurance companies and pension funds, you know, they view longevity risk as the risk that they incur when their assumptions about life expectancies and mortality rates are incorrect, leading to higher payout levels. So if, if they calculate mortality um, assumptions, how long people will live incorrectly, then they might have to pay out more money which is a longevity risk to them. Oh, okay. So, but but for the individual, for me, for you, for, for our listener out there, you're an individual investor. So yes, what does that mean, longevity risk? Well, that, that typically means that it's less technical, right? Mm. Um, it's more emotional. Um, it's the risk of outliving your money. I see. To, to the simple point, it's the risk of outliving your money, and we do not want you to outlive your money. So in, in assessing our own longevity risk, let's say, you know, how, how do, what do we need to do? Uh, I mean, how do we go about that? 
Well, first, we want to make sure that you take an educated guess about your lifespan. Um, well, that's day-to-day for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's based on your health. It's also yeah. based on your family's history of health. Um, plus, if you've got some statistics cons- to consider, women who turn 65 in April of this year can expect to live on average until age 86 and a half. For men, the corresponding figure is 84, according to the Social Security Administration. I told my wife that she's leading me to an early grave, so, I mean, there's just (laughs) proof right there in numbers. (laughs) At least earlier than her, right? (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, the thing about it is making sure that you're taking valued investment risks, but you're also looking at um, uh, legitimate... Um, statistics, right? I mean, we're looking at Social Security Administration. Sometimes we'll talk about like long-term care costs. We talked about that recently. And we talked about Genworth running their studies. We always look at legitimate studies. Right. And we don't just guess, oh, well, no, I'm not going to live that long because, you know, I, I, I hit my knee yesterday. That has nothing to do with it, you know? <laughs> so, so it's making sure that you look at you and your family's health as well as the overall population's health uh, and look at the right studies that can help give you an es- a better estimation of your longevity. So as we, we look at this with financial advisor Lee Colvin with Edward Jones, uh, you know, lowering your longevity risk, once you kind of have an estimate, a number of years that, that kind of lie ahead for you, what's the next step here in, in, in helping to reduce your longevity risk? So in reducing that, for starters, you're going to want to try to build your financial resources as much as possible. Because the greater your level of assets, the lower the risk of outliving them. Hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. The more I have, the less I'll run out of. Um, So during your working years, please keep contributing to your IRA, to your 401k, or any similar employer-sponsored retirement plans that you might have available to you. Gotcha. Uh, Because these do have tax benefits to them that can allow you to grow and, uh, you know, one, potentially grow more, two, have tax benefits that can allow you to have more later. And I'm sure as you near retirement, then there's some additional planning you need to do in that at, at, at that time there is you will need to do some additional planning and specifically you'll need to compare your essential living expenses like your mortgage your rent your utilities your food your clothing things that you're going to do every single day every single week every single month with the amount of income that you'll get from your guaranteed sources such as your social security or possibly receiving a pension and you do have some flex excuse me, you will have some flexibility with the guaranteed income pool. For example, you can file for Social Security benefits as early as 62, but your monthly check will then be reduced by about 30% from what you would receive if you waited until your full retirement age, which, depending on your age, will likely be between 66 and 67. Um, Lee, uh, maybe... Other investments, too, could, could help kind of steady that income stream, if you will? 
You know, Brian, that's a great comment, and it, it absolutely can. You know, a financial using a financial professional can help because we can help choose the income-producing investments that are appropriate for your needs, and that fit. Um, you know, not only finding the appropriate investments to meet the need, but finding the investments that fit well with the rest of your portfolio because yeah. you don't want to be, you know, too heavy in any one area. After you've determined that your guaranteed income will be sufficient to meet your needs for essential living expenses, then the question is, is have you eliminated your longevity risk? Not necessarily, Brian. Um, you know, some of that depends on what essential expenses are uh, because they don't include unexpected costs. Yeah. Well, what's essential for me is different for you. and But then then the cost of that and, you know, what is the cost in a few years from now for me, for instance. So Exactly, right? I mean, the cost of your home maintenance or your auto repairs or so on might be different from yeah. me or Scott or Bart or Melissa, you know, any, anybody here in the office. So it's finding those additional needs and during your retirement years you'll need to be aware of also health care costs right i mean um you and i discuss this a lot uh and, and health care costs for some folks they they don't have any needs they're healthy they live they don't i mean i know some folks in retirement who don't even take a pill wow they're just that healthy uh then on the other hand as a type 1 diabetic i take insulin every single day so different needs come with different costs you have to weigh that in. You also have to consider, do I have to dip into my guaranteed income sources to pay for those additional types of bills? And you might need to increase the risk um, of outliving your money. Um, so, so just a lot of variables to consider, and that can be difficult to do on your own. So again, we always recommend meeting with a licensed financial advisor who can help you with this. Lee, we've got like a minute or so left here, but, you know, kind of in, in summation, um, it, there's not a cookie cutter kind of way to do this. I mean, everybody's individual for sure. You know, we are, Brian. You know, we want to make sure that, that you're doing careful planning um, that you have adequate guaranteed income and that you have a sufficient emergency fund and enough other investments to handle non-essential costs. You'll be doing what you can do to reduce your own longevity risk, and that may lead to a more enjoyable retirement. Well, part of this has been to uh, be sure to get with uh, a financial advisor, maybe someone listening here um Maybe they did this years ago and they have no idea who even they uh, have been working with or or just need to get with someone. I'm sure you'd be glad to help in any of those scenarios. Absolutely. And Brian, you know, there are a lot of folks out there right now who have lost positions, lost jobs, and may have questions about what they can do with their 401ks as well. So again, we'd love to help uh, answer those questions and, and consider those risks. They can give us a call at 615-907-7056. Again, that's 615-907-7056. We'd love to help you. Lee Colvin joining us today with Edward Jones. 